This is episode 190 and I'm talking to the amazing Ali Michelle all about networking, content and how this works together. Welcome to the Content Queen podcast. I'm your host Mariah, entrepreneur, storyteller, digital nomad, creator of Content Bootcamp, founder of Content Queen and a Travels.co. I'm here to teach you how to share your unique story, create content and market your business with strategy through the channels that work for you. Each week, I'll deliver a story to help you connect to a powerful strategy around marketing, business, and content creation. I'll also be joined by amazing souls and entrepreneurs. We're here to share their own journey along with actual steps to help you take your business to a whole new level through amazing storytelling, powerful line marketing, and content strategy. Let's do it. Hello, gang. A new week, new topic. Let's get into it. But before we do, I want to give you a little bit of an update. We are still in Marrakesh. Um, we went to the Sahara Desert, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, check out the content on social media. It was just phenomenal. Um, but yeah, we're in our last week of spending a month in Morocco. And there's been so many lessons, so many things um, digesting it all. But we head back to Europe um, at the end of this week. So we go back to Europe and... We did book our flights home because um, a few reasons we needed to go home um, for a month and a bit back to Australia. But uh, I got nominated for, well, I became the finalist of uh, the Australian Women's Small Business Champion Awards, which is so amazing. I'm so honored to be a finalist in the marketing category. Um, So I wanted to go home and go to the award ceremony. It's the first award um, I've been, yeah, selected as a... Uh, finalist. I did apply for it. It's the first one I've applied for, so I'm pretty chuffed. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited for that event. So that's why we have booked our flights home. But um, what has come up a lot in these last few weeks and um, around content marketing, marketing our business is time and being chained to our laptops and not really having a proper strategy. Like you will see online, there's lots of tactics around, you know, put this Instagram sticker and do a poll and try this trending sound. They're tactics, but they're not strategies. So our official podcast sponsor is Content Bootcamp, and this is a strategy. It is our signature program, a framework to help you actually create a strategy that is not tactics, pro-marketing. It is an aligned content strategy for you and your business because there's no framework, there's no formula, there's just frameworks. And really what comes out of this strategy is it's designed with intention. It's designed for your own connection and conversion. And it does save this time because you have a plan. No one is an exception to having a strategy. But the thing is what happens when we don't have these strategies is we're on a consistent hamster wheel and we burn out. So if you fall into that category, if you're sick of spending too much time creating content, and you're trying tactics that are just not working, check out Content Bootcamp in the show notes. So let's talk networking. Now you might be thinking like, networking is a totally different marketing strategy to content, and it is. And I love sharing different marketing strategies, but networking is also a chance to you know, connect with people in your circle and not feel so alone But the beautiful thing about connection and networking and then going 
you know, creating content and, and social media content and all these things is you nurture people after and you nurture people without doing extra work because you're already creating. So if you think networking works really well for your business, but also like gives you the connection that you need to keep you going, because as a collective, we grow together and you have a social media presence. It's just like works really well together. It complements each other. And that's what I really want you to get out of this episode is understanding that like, yeah, maybe so content marketing isn't your core strategy for your premium service. Like me, retainers don't come from social media. Retainer clients and agency clients come through networking and word of mouth and feedback and, and sometimes Google and sometimes content, but it's not my core strategy for that, right? So if you have a premium offer that you sell on social media, but most of your clients come through networking, how does social need media or how does your content, your podcast, your email list nurture this audience so that when they're ready to work with you, you're on the top of mind. Like you might meet someone at a networking event and then they go home and they like think about working with you, but then they forget, but then they keep seeing your social media content. So yeah, you're consistent reminded for them. But um, what we do highlight in this podcast is that need for connection as business owners. It's lonely. I've had times I'm lonely. I'm actually really fortunate that my partner works with me. So it's not as lonely um, in this process because I have someone by my side. But also there's times where I want to talk with other women in business. I want to talk to other people. So like having those like community groups is really powerful. Now, Ali, our podcast guest today, um, I've connected with online. I haven't gotten to her in-person events yet, but I will. I thought she was the perfect person to come on and chat about networking, building connection, not just from this like marketing strategy perspective, but just from a general like let's get connection um, and let's build together. Um, which is amazing. So introducing Ali Michelle, a, the powerhouse behind the cheer squad and Ali aid as a self-proclaimed spreadsheet addict and proud Virgo, Ali is the go-to person for your planning and organizational needs. Despite her love for VA work and freedom of being her own boss, Ali craves more than just emails and lonely days in her working from home office. So with her wild Virgo spirit in full force, Ellie took charge in 2021 and launched the Cheer Squad, a movement that now brings together hundreds of brilliant businesswomen across Australia for fabulous conversations fueled by too many rosés. And the result is incredible friendships, both online and offline, a supportive community and a happy place for overflowing with human connection. Absolutely beautiful. So let's hear from Ellie, her take on networking, building a supportive community and also how networking helps with content. Welcome, Ali, to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to chat. And I'm excited that we're finally connected via, even though it's via Zoom, we've been meaning to do this in person for a long time. But can you tell everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Of course. So I'm Ali. I mean, look, when I'm in trouble, I'm Alex or Alexandra, but most people in the online community know me as Ali. Um, so I'm based in Brisbane. Um, my sort of heartland and first biz baby is Aliade. So that's a virtual assistant business. Um, I primarily work with small businesses of any industry, um, small, large, medium size, I guess, um, female, male. So yeah, across all different industries, which is really exciting. It keeps my day 
very exciting through the week. And then my second biz baby is the Cheers Squad, which I'm sure we'll be talking about lots in this podcast. Um, and I've had that for close to two years as an actual business, but about five years in the sort of hobby realm. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about why that's come up, but that's a social club for women in business across Australia. And we've got a few members overseas as well. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, I can't wait to, you know, dive deeper into this. So first, I always love to hear the origin stories of business owners, because I think we all have an amazing story. We always all started what we're doing for a certain reason or with a purpose. So how did you get to where you are today? What is your story? Oh my gosh, my story can be as short as or as long as you want. How much time do we go for it? <laughs> okay. Um, It's sort of Let's go back to like the start because I, I, I mean, I, as, as we always do, we always start in our nine to five, whether that could be casual or full time, we come out of school. Um, but my last sort of job before I headed into the realm and the journey of being an entrepreneur was a contract role that I hated, was not happy in it. It was a six month contract, so not even that long. Cut it short by three months at Christmas, a few, oh God, I mean like oh, seven years ago now, maybe. Um, and I got basically scoped by a event management company that I'd worked with during this role. We're like, hey, come work for me. Loved working with you on this event while you were in that role. She wasn't giving me enough work, but I wanted to stay with her. So I was like, oh my gosh, how can I get more of this? It was under my ABN. I just had to brand it basically to start getting like word of mouth referrals for more VA work. And that's what I did. Um, and at the time I was living in Adelaide when I took that on and was bringing on different clients that were through word of mouth referrals. I hardly did any sort of marketing back then, seven years ago, virtual assistants were like almost not a thing. So I felt very like ahead of the curve. Everyone was like, who are you? You're amazing. Still think that. Um, but there's a lot more competition these days and uh, people are becoming more aware of virtual assistants and what we do. Um, but yeah, I basically just started getting more work and hopped around from Adelaide to Perth. And now that I'm back in Brisbane, so I've done the full circle, but I was finding that like my journey was super quiet and lonely. And I was like, how can I get more out of being an entrepreneur and get like my A-type personality? That's I'm a Virgo A-type. I love being with people and I'm like sitting in an office in a city where I didn't really know many people and I felt really lonely, but I loved what I was doing. Like I was like, there's no way I'm going back to nine to five work. It's not for me. I need to stay in my business, but I don't want to give up because I've failed to connect with people or find my people that are probably going through the same thing. So that's sort of where the brainchild of the cheer squad came in when I was living in Perth. Um, Cause that's when I went full time when I was living in Perth, I was sort of part-time still doing a few casual jobs in Adelaide. But when I got to Perth, I went full time with my VA business and I was going to networking events there, but nothing was really filling my cup. And I wanted something a little bit more intimate and more low key. So I just started organizing monthly catch-ups, just one event a month. Oh gosh, those were the simple days compared to now. I think I do like five a month. Um, but yeah, and started connecting with other women in business that were going through the exact same stuff as me. And as probably the women that are listening to this now. So if you're going through, you know, the self-doubt and the loneliness, working from home, knowing if you're doing the right thing or not, and just like that general support and knowing 
that there's others out there going through the same journey and the camaraderie and the community. Um, yeah, we started connecting and I kept filling up all these events every single month as a hobby. And then I was like, oh my God, I think I need to do this as like a proper business, like start marketing it a little bit better. Cause it, I was marketing it, marketing it under my LEA, my VA business. And although I had that community, it was very much connected to my other business. And then I moved to Brisbane. So that was the kick up my butt that I needed to really get engaged and separate the two, as well as sort of bringing them together and filling my cup in different ways. So mm. that's my story. I love, it. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. And that just always, like, it's interesting when we go down these paths, we just don't know where it's going to lead. Like I imagine when you first started working for that events business, you didn't know that it was going to end up being what it is. And I mean, you kind of gone full circle because you're planning events, you know, yourself. Yeah. And it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like, and it's so cool to just see that journey unfold. And we just, even those at the beginning, it's just the beginning. You don't know what path it's going to go down. And even us, you know, being on this track and, being in business for a little while now is you just don't know what's next. And I love that. And I, you know, I was dying to get to one of your events when I lived in the Gold Coast and I'm still going to, cause we are going to settle around that area at some point. So it's going to happen, but I just, I absolutely love it. And I love that you really um, saw your own pain point and created something out of your own pain. Right. And networking is one of those things. I love it so much. I've my cup gets so filled up by being around people and connecting one-on-one. And I know COVID obviously like was a bit of a struggle for that. Um, But we now have these online spaces to do that too. So it's interesting with this concept of networking and content, because it's something I've explored and how they sort of pair together. And one of the things that came up for me, I think it was and this is where this um, episode sort of came to life and I've only just, you know, decided to execute on it. But during uh, International Networking Week, I think it was around February, I can't really remember, but I remember thinking like, you know, how amazing it is that you can go to a networking event and then utilize your social media or your content to continue to nurture that journey with people. And I just love that sort of how networking and content sort of pairs nicely But I want to hear a little bit more about your journey with it, because obviously content marketing, social media is something you use to promote your your events. And I imagine you said before how networking or word of mouth got your clients. So how has networking and content marketing played a really important role in both of your businesses? Yeah, I mean... Look, they're like the bane. They're they're like the the spine. I would like say, keeping up both businesses. I think word of mouth referrals are great, but they've got to go somewhere, right? And I think these days people treat social media, Instagram in particular, um, and then you know you've got your TikTok and Pinterest and all of that on top of it as a search engine. Like people are going there instead of Google. So I. Having a presence on Instagram is really, really important. And I found that with those word of mouth referrals, people don't even go to your website much anymore. They sort of go to your Instagram and then if they like the look and feel of that, then they'll go searching on your website. And that's sort of the funnel that, I mean, personally, I found, I'm sure a lot of people listening have found that as well. Um, My Alliate Instagram, forgive me now, I used to be so active on that before the Cheers Squad. Um, but I've been had full books for years with my LA. Like I've had the same clients 
And I sort of nurture them outside Instagram now. And all my love and attention goes to the Cheers Squad Instagram. So those people that are following me on Aliad, like the, the OG followers and supporters, and you want to see more of what I get up to, like the Cheers Squad is where you want to follow me because um, that's where I'm most active and nurturing the people in there. But look, when it comes to content, let's just talk about the Cheers Squad. Um, when it comes to content, the content that does the best and is the strongest in attracting my audience and building this amazing community is the stuff that comes from others. Like it's not the photo shoot content. It's not the quotes, tiles. It's not all that, even though it looks lovely because my Virgo nurse is like, oh my God, this looks so great when I have a great feed. The best posts are the ones that we take at our events and that have the smiling faces and show the actual people that are in the community because that's what people connect with, right? They have that human connection. They can go, oh my God, that person looks like a vibe. They look really chill. They don't look, you know, uptight. That's what I'm going for. They look really welcoming and friendly. And I just want to be a part of this community. So those are the images and, you know, videos that I love to share. And the more I can get of that, the better. I'd love, love, love more. Um, it's funny. I go to these like dinners and coffee catch-ups and co-working days and I'm so immersed in the event that I come home. I'm like, shit, I forgot to take content. So I almost need like a little mini me, like following me around, just doing content in the ideal world, right? But yeah, I feel like that's a nice fusion with mm. networking, like taking the photos and the videos and then sharing that with the people that are in the funnel or like even just new followers. I get a lot of girls that come on board that have their own businesses that are like, holy shit, I need this community. I'm so lonely at home. This looks amazing. And the first thing they want to look at is like, you know, the high, if you go to the highlights reel and the cheer squad, I've got like two years of events that just sort of circulate there and you can get a really good feel for what we get up to. Um, but I hope that, I hope that answers the mm. question. Let no, me know if it doesn't. I know, of course it does. Always does. I love what you say about, you know, that event side of user generated content, I guess yeah. we would call it like, yeah. you know, where people are in immersed in the experience or maybe, you know, someone shares something to their stories and you can reshare it to yours. Like, it's that stuff, that really raw, authentic content that really resonates with people. Because, of course, they get to see, you know, you in action, the the brand in action, but also, like, everyone around. And I, I totally, even as, like, a content creator myself, I totally, like, you know, always creating content for businesses, telling my clients to create content. Like, I so get it as well. You're like, oh, I should have got that or I should have got this. Yeah. You just need someone with a phone just following you around all day to get it. That is why I've like trained my partner to be my Insta boyfriend and he just like follows me, <laughs> takes photos. I made him to come to a workshop the other day just to get photos for me. Oh my so God. I don't know how. I don't know how the girls would feel if Matt, my partner, was just like in the corner. Of in the, the corner taking snaps. <laughs> I feel like that okay. would be quite funny, but... <laughs> But one thing you touched on that 
I think is really important to highlight is Aliade, your, your Instagram for your BA business. And this is what we all need to remember is certain businesses need certain marketing techniques as yeah. well, right? Like, you yeah. know, obviously the cheer squad needs a lot of that content that, it, you know, to build that community because it's, it is a bit of a numbers, you know, you want to get the numbers in to get the experience because then all different people can connect with each other, yeah. you know, for the VA side of your business. That's why I never market retainers on my content page because like it comes through different avenues. I don't, need to market it like that and you this is what a lot of us get stuck on because we feel if we've got different services or different elements or different businesses we have to have all the presence but marketing looks different for every business and I love that you mentioned that because I think it's important to highlight like just you know you've got stuff on your page I could easily go and see what you do and and learn about you even if you haven't posted you know in a couple of weeks couple of months couple of years whatever that looks like but it doesn't matter because I just need to go, oh, okay, this is what you do. And of course you're booked out. So it doesn't matter. Right. And then, oh, oh yeah. If I had more time on my plate, I'd love, love, love to re-engage that community. Yeah. You know, if we spoke a few years ago, I was posting on there four or five times a week. Mm. Um, and I loved sharing all the knowledge that's in my brain into posts. And that's, I mean, if we're going to touch on the content that I used to share through that page, mm. The best thing that worked for me was that it was a very personal page. Like if I shared personal things going on in my life or personal experiences, that content really resonated with my audience at that time. And I'm sure if I re-engaged that page, it would be the exact same. Um, And the tips and tricks. So Mm -hmm. really tips bait heavy um, on like how you can you know, improve certain admin processes or how you can be more time efficient or those things like very, very different to the cheer squad, a lot Mm. more admin focus, I guess, and like tips and so very different content. Um, But that's just the nice to have at Mm. the moment with, with that. Um, Cause yeah, I'm fully booked. And I, if I engage the audience and I get inquiries, I'm just turning people away, which is a growth strategy maybe, but that's yeah. another whole topic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I think, you know, it's it's interesting just to, and, and a lot of times, like I've said this many times in the last few weeks, I'm going to say it again, like full-time, like big businesses have full-time social media marketers, right? So like, you know, we can't do it all. We just, sometimes we need to, and I had the same dilemma when I, I had a trouble blog and a podcast, like when I first started Content Queen, I just had to let them go. And it's funny because the travel page or the Instagram I had has come back to life, but because I've got someone else to help me, my partner, but like that would, I wouldn't have been able to do that on my own. It would have just sat there and just done its thing and not gotten any, like it just, it's a non-existent thing. When I logged back in, it was like cobwebs. I had to like <laughs> dust it off. But um, I really want to go through, you know, um, some series of questions around like networking and content creation. Cause yeah, I think- sure. And, and you've sort of touched on that as well. And I sort of mentioned how they can work together. But anyone, say, for example, because all, also what you do, I imagine a lot of the women in your community collaborate. You know, someone needs a marketer and you've got a marketer in your group. Someone has a product-based business and you love her product. You want to, you want um, you know, buy a product from someone in your group. I'm, I've seen it happen a lot of the times when we're in community groups, we want to buy from the people in our community groups because we want to support them and we've gotten to know them at these events. So anyone that would say sign up to the cheer squad, what advice would you give them to sort of 
you know, make sure that after networking events or after, you know, collaborations that you're nurturing those people that you've met or you're making sure that, yeah, if, if they're going to look for a marketer, they come to me because we're in the same, we're in the cheer squad 100%. together. There's a few touch points within the cheer squad that I try to make an effort and intentionally create for the women within the community or even the non-members that come along to our in-person events. Because if you're a non-member, you can come along. If you're in Brisbane or the Gold Coast, um, you don't have to be a member. It's just the online events that Mm -hmm. are just a member's sort of beautiful space. Um, But those touch points are we've got an amazing a member directory online. So if you meet someone at one of the events, whether it's one of ours or another networking event, maybe they've got their own directory as well. Um, but we have an online directory that people can go on and that's got names, bios, photos, all of their um, categories. So like you can filter through whether it's photography or virtual assistants or social media marketing. So you can go on there. And the beauty of that is that if you forget their name, there's a big photo of them that you can be like, that's them. Hopefully their photos look the same and not like mine. I've got brunette hair now and all of my photos are blonde. So if you meet me at an event, <laughs> I do look a bit different to my photos, which is awful. Oh my gosh. I need to swallow my own advice and get some new photos. Get some um, AI and just, you oh, know. <laughs> I probably should. I probably should. Um, and we've also got an amazing members only WhatsApp chat. Mm-hmm. So after our events or sometimes during, we even drop things in that chat for other girls that aren't necessarily there so they can be involved in the event or they can ask questions that like we've got great hashtags in there that we've sort of set up for people to use like business help or resources or personal advice that connects one another to each other and their services and even like hey is does someone specialize in Wix was one of the other questions the the other day that the girls asked and then we just have this thread about people you know who specialize in Wix in the community and any questions that people have and it's all included in the membership which is amazing like it's untapped advice basically um and then going on Instagram so if we like retag each other on stories or posts then that sort of creates this nice little web and I think as humans when we meet people that we resonate with and we know what they do it could be like a month or two months later that someone's like I need a social media manager and you're like oh Mm. I remember this person and like you might have to do a little bit of digging but it's funny like just meeting people that you resonate with and really connect with you remember who they are and you start creating like this little black book either whether that's like a physical thing or in your mind of those that you can start referring Mm. to, Mm. which is amazing. The cheer squad is like this indirect referral process. It's very much not our main goal. The main goal is to create friendships in business, um, but we all find ourselves referring to one another. Yeah. And isn't it funny because I read something how as humans, we naturally want to solve the problem of someone. So if a friend comes to us and says, oh, and I find myself doing this all the time. Even if I know I don't know someone, I'm like, oh, I might. <laughs> and they'll like do some, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure I've seen someone that does that. So I'm happy to help you. But it's just really interesting how like we want to solve people's problems. So like, you know, if we're going and meeting all these people through networking and someone comes to us and asks this question, we're always going to like go into our mind. Or as you say, if you have something physical to look at, you want to try and help that person and solve their problem. Because if they're 
are really helped in the future. They're like, you know, thank you for helping me. Sometimes it's a little bit, we want, you know, a bit of recognition, but also we want to help our friends out as well. And I think um, it's, yeah, having these sort of community groups is amazing. And I, I love what you say, like, you know, of course, the main objective is to build friendships and build community because you're right, business can be extremely lonely. And sometimes, you know, I've met some of, like, I lived with a woman that I met on Instagram, like one of my best friends, Leanne, I end up living with her, which is amazing. But, you know, having that group where you meet people regularly, whether it's online or in person is amazing. So, you know, what's, um, how have you seen, I guess, in your own personal experience or even in people with people through uh, your community group in the cheer squad helped people's businesses. And, and I always find, even if it's not just, um, you know, direct referral, having someone to be your like, you know, bounce ideas off can create magic. So how have you seen the networking and the community group help people's businesses and also obviously their marketing at the same time? I love that you like describe that as magic because that's what it is. Like I feel like whenever I we have a virtual event or an in-person event or we just connect through our WhatsApp chat, whatever it might be, all these different touch points or in, on Instagram, it is like magic and it's so nice. I feel like I'm like the mother of this beautiful community. And when it happens and I see women even catching up for coffee outside our general catch-ups and they're becoming friends, I'm like, oh my God, we did that together. Like it's just an amazing outcome. So just those moments like make me reflect. Um, and sometimes they give me the 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 oxygen I need to keep going. Mm. Um, and networking is powerful. I mean, you can you can make it as powerful as you need it to be in your own business. And that translates across to your personal life too. I think like when you join a community that is focused primarily on giving you the support and the fun and the friendship for your life with like-minded women in business, that's the best community to be a part of. I mean, those networking groups that are all about business referrals are great. They have their place, but it sort of is very heavy, heavily focused on just like that, mm-hmm. that business exchange or money or clients. And it sort of leaves out like the human connection and the real talk shit that we all go through. Like everyone sort of rocks up in their suits and they're like, oh, yes, I'm this amazing business person, but I'm not going to talk about the cry I had in the on the drive here sort of thing because mm-hmm. we've all had those moments. And I think we, when we go to dinner, we have real talk. We don't even talk sometimes about business. So I think it's an, it's nice with networking to have an outlet outside your business. So that's why we have our little merge between co-working and then social events because co-working is like our get shit done moments and that networking side of things. And then we have like the let your hair down, have a wine, have some delicious Italian and talk, you know, shop with your girlfriends. So it's a really nice holistic approach to networking that we have and that I I like to create. Um, that's sort of like a bit, a bit different to what you can find out there at other community groups. But networking, I mean, personally, and I've seen it in the community with the cheer squad, is a massive win because yeah, we're all lonely. Like we, we hate being alone in business. We go through the same stuff. Personally, you know, you're supported when you're networking and connect with and resonate with other people within the community. So when you are having those really low moments, you have someone to reach out to, Mm -hmm. 
which that can be life-saving for some people. And just knowing that you have a safe space to vent about an annoying client or your nagging fiance, or, you know, I don't have enough snacks for the afternoon. Like what snack ideas do you have? Like anything and everything. Like, it's just nice to have those people out there that are going through the same stuff as you that aren't like your friends from high school that Mm -hmm. are in a nine to five job. And they're just like, have no idea about running a business. And they're like, you're fine. You'll be right. But they've got no real advice or support to give you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really comforting having like a, a network and a community out there that's been tailored towards women in business. Um, and mm-hmm. we have women from all walks of life. I mean, they don't, they sometimes work a nine to five job and they've got a side hustle or they're full-time in business. So it's not, sort of one cookie cutter approach we sort of welcome all the women in business whether that Mm. is but that whatever that looks like um and sort of like you know the power of women coming together is is pretty magical as you said um and yeah it translates to your personal life I think like partners get a lot of our emotions like you know whether they're he or she they get a lot if we don't have the outlet <laughs> that community groups give us, they basically mm-hmm. just listen to us ramble over dinner and they're like, oh, my God, I don't know what to tell her. Like I feel like that lessens the pressure on relationships and like us expecting our partners or friends or family members to like understand what we're going through because they can't unless they've gone through it themselves. Mm. And it's so true because even, you know, going back to what you said, if you had friends from school or lifetime friends, you know, I find uh, when I first started, um, especially my brother, I'm going to call him out on this because I lived with him when I first started working full time. He's like, oh, but you have all day, you know, oh, you, okay. you, you can do that. <laughs> like you're just home all day. Oh, I'm I like, can my partner now. He's like, you're home all day. Why isn't the house clean? I'm like, it's like excuse me, like I'm still <laughs> It wouldn't matter if I'm in an off, like, you know, if I, if I go to the library for the day, right. I'm in office and then came home the same time as him. I wouldn't have that. Oh, you've been home all day. Like, anyway, I'm going to call him out because I know he won't listen to my podcast <laughs> anyway. And that's fine. But it is, yeah, it, it is hard when people don't 100% quite understand and the stresses that come with making something on your own, because you're so connected to it. Unfortunately, people say, you know, um, lose the emotional attachment, but it's very hard when your name is all over it. It's yeah. your legacy. Like and it's very hard to do that. Hat, and you right? don't switch off when you turn your computer off for night the night, you know? So it is and it's nice to have someone that gets it. You love for your business. Like I think it's a great thing. If we yeah. you know, if it got to five o'clock and we shut shut our laptop and never thought about it, but I'd be questioning whether you are in love with what you're doing and if you're in the right yeah role right so yeah. I think investment shows a wonderful love for what you do and passion for what you do it just comes down to boundaries mm. um, and you know setting the boundaries up that you want for yourself which I could talk about forever because I've gotten so good at boundaries oh that's amazing um, <laughs> it's great it it's very empowering when you get to a place where you can like respect your boundaries and look we slip up every now and then but it's nice to know what they are so you can follow along mm. um but yeah I think like yeah, talking about like people that don't understand, like my fiance is the same. He's like, you're home all day. I don't understand. Like, why isn't this done? I'm like, I'm wearing all the hats, baby. Like I am doing the content creation. I am doing the accounting. I am doing this, like all my admin and my emails and like wearing all the hats and I'm organizing the events. And it's like, 
I am a huge, huge believer in outsourcing. I mean, I do virtual assistant work. Um, so there's certain things that I can outsource, but there's certain things that I love having control over. So yeah, I think as business owners, you just got to pick and choose the hats you want to wear. Mm. Yeah. That's a good tip because there are things that are, you know, in our zone of genius and are not. Um, and it is hard to outsource the things that are in your zone of genius too, right? Like um, it's it can be a, a big challenge with outsourcing, but I also think with time it get does get easier. Um, so I love, yeah, I just love everything you're saying because really, and, and one thing that I got from that too, is when you do have that balance in your life, say for example, you, yeah, like you talked about boundaries, but like you're going to these networking events, you're connecting with women, you know, it, it's not to go and sell yourself and promote yourself. It's just generally to connect with people when you have that intention, it's amazing how other things come up right? Like when you have that balance and you're like, you know, and, and even, you know, having those women by your side to cheer you on and, you know, cheers, God, cheer you on, support you, you're unstoppable because we do often need, even though we can listen to our intuition, we can take risks. We do need people around us to be like, you've got this, you can do it. Like I believe in you. And the results from that are amazing. And when you're doing it on your own and you're doubting yourself and you've got the fear and it just the things don't happen how you want them to but when you've got people around you you're creating that balance you know how how interesting is it when you for example like every every time I travel and I'm in my element traveling things happen in my business but I'm not necessarily working on my business and that's the same thing right you might go to a networking event just to connect with people but then in the back end there's something else going on in your business just because you've created that balance and I'm a big believer of that and they always say like you know, things are always intertwined and connected. So when you've got an unbalance in one thing, it's generally transpires in the other. It's like when you have a, a series of bad luck, like yeah. it happens because you've had that, you know, you're like, oh, of course that happens to me. And then another thing happens. Another yeah. thing, it's just the, you know, the flip side of that. So I love that you mentioned, you know, having those people there actually can translate to other things in your life being good and, and that balance. And of course, if we've got someone else to sort of vent to and we're not venting to our partners, then our relationships can be a little bit nicer as well. A hundred percent. And like, you're so correct with, with, you know, um, the intertwined of like intertwining of everything. And like, I always, I mean, you cannot pressure people to go to networking events. It has to be their decision. They have to be ready to take the leap. But I always try to emphasize to women that are like, oh, I don't know about coming or I'm too busy. I hear I'm too busy all the time. And I just want to like go and shake them because sometimes I'm like, this could be life-changing just coming to like a two-hour networking event. It builds your confidence, whether that's consciously or subconsciously. You walk away feeling so freaking amazing. You're like, I need to do more of this. How have I never done this before? How did like, I need to do it. And especially if you find even just one person that you connect with and resonate with, you can go home and it changes the complete trajectory of like how you view your business and how you connect with people. And just having that like, two-hour connection with people that are there to rally you and support you and find out about who you are can really do amazing things. And it's so important because, you know, when you work a nine-to-five job, you have, you're in an office environment, you're surrounded by people, whether or not they're cheering you on is a different story. But we don't have that. Like we're in the four walls of our office at home 
if we don't go to co-working events and stuff already. And we have no one to bounce ideas off and rally us on and cheer us on and support us. So it can make a huge difference to your mental health and the longevity longevity of your business as well. And like how you pivot, like you might get an idea when you go to networking events or someone might mention something to you or you might connect with someone that can, you know, up level your business and you can collaborate and like you come up with an idea. Like I just ran a brand building summit. Um, this is talking, when was it? May. So May, 2023 um, for women in business down on the Gold Coast um, in Queensland. And I collaborate, collaborated with two other women, a social media coach and a photographer that I met last year at the original branding shoot. And they came on board to offer the event with me. So I wouldn't have had that event unless I connected with them and collaborated with them. And they're both members of the cheer squad as well. So you just never know what thing what will come of networking mm. and connecting with people. And yeah, you might find that you're yourself um, being in business for 10 years longer than you expected to mm. because you've got that support system surrounding you. It's so true. And I love that you say that. I have a my coach and client, uh, Leticia Andrak, she always says it takes a village to build a business. Like, you know, it takes yeah. a village to raise a child. And it's so true. Like when you're doing it on your own, there's just so many things that you can't quite get to. And, you know, I totally resonate, Ali, with the, yeah, I'm too busy. But then when you actually go, you've got to come like, out. Why didn't I do that last? You know, like there's always, and even um, I'm a massive, like um, extroverted person. Like I love going to events and stuff, but there's always that little bit of like before you leave, like, oh, I can't be bothered. You know, like, yeah. oh, I've got to put, you know, that. And then when you go, you're like, cup is completely filled I'm so glad I went yeah. why did I like you know question myself out the door but you just have to like do it get in the car or whatever you got to do don't over the zoom it. call and just like yeah. do it because yeah it's it's so true and the one thing I must admit when I first started my business I was very conscious of was networking COVID obviously happened and then we were all excited for zoom and then I had a bit of zoom fatigue in 2021 so I kind of left it but I actually when I stopped networking I noticed not in 2021, in 2022. So not the year of not networking, the year after I noticed a difference in my business. Yeah. And then so in 2022, I was like, I'm networking again. Yeah. And because I do notice, like I noticed a dip in my business when I wasn't actively networking, like six months to 12 months after you I lose stopped. that inspiration and motivation yeah. and I don't know that creativity that you get, you feed, that you, it feeds off other people, whether that's, you know, intentional or not. It happens when you surround yourself with powerhouse women, like mm. you need, you need to connect with people and going back on like making time, you like, if you, if networking is a priority, you need, you need to carve the time out in your schedule, like, and be intentional about it. Like if gosh, if I looked at my schedule and I didn't make time for networking, it'd be like six months later. I'm like, oh yeah, I was meaning to make time for that, but I didn't have time. Mm. But that's because I wasn't intentional about it or didn't, you know, sit down and go, okay, this event is on next Thursday. What can I do between now and then that sets me up to be able to go and enjoy it and get something out of it? Mm. And I think also I want to make a point like 
if you go to a networking event and you bloody hate it, that's fine. Cause that's what happened to me. And that's when I was like, I'm doing my own thing. I'm going to create my own. So I think like, if you go to one and it's not your vibe, go to another one. Don't give up. Like Mm. your people are out there. You just need to find them. And it's okay to go to something and go, that wasn't for me. I need to find something else. Um, And there's like no hard feelings. Like if I have some people come to the cheer squad and I don't know really why they don't like us because we're so lovable, (laughs) but they're just, they're not like, we're not their people. And they go, Mm -hmm. I need something more, or they might have a different goal around business growth. They're looking for something that's more of a mastermind, like Mm. go go into finding your community with, goals in mind if if it's just to find women to be able to connect with and be around them and get inspired and have the accountability then the cheer squad might be something that you want to look into mm. um just to knock loneliness on the head it's it's so prevalent like it happens to everyone yeah definitely I love that and you know um one thing that came up for me when you're talking about yeah just like carving out the time if account like you got to work out how you reach accountability too, right? So for someone that's very business orientated and like they've got like okay, it's part of my marketing strategy. I have to go to one networking event a month, and it's part of my. I actually had to make it a goal to go yeah. because otherwise I'm like I'm too busy. So I was like, no, it's part of my business strategy to go to one networking event I love that. a month, and it actually benefited me from a social perspective but I had to make it a goal from a business perspective to make myself go because then it became part of a business activity yeah so I'm sure lots of people resonate with that because I know for me I was like a great tip it's that's what it's about it's just like holding myself accountable or if you're someone because some people's goals in you know next year or this year are to actually be more social and spend less time in the business so their goal might be, okay, well, I have to attend it from my social perspective. Like, you know, okay. it can work the other way, but I love that. And the last question I want to ask you before we wrap up, because I'm sure people are like, okay, like I I get it. This is actually like networking is generally a, a marketing strategy. Like, it, you know, we don't have to make it strategic, but it can if you want to. Like, and that's the whole point why I wanted to get you to come on and chat about networking. But I know lots of people, obviously they know you now, Ali, so they can um, search the cheer squad. But when you were first like networking and things, where were the best places for you to find? I know I'm just a Googler, but I know there's other places that you can find events. So those that are like, okay, well, all right, I get it. I'll try and find something. Where do they go to find these or where have you yourself found networking events in the past? Yeah, I guess talking from like my own perspective, I'm trying to like rack my brain from when I was like in the depths of my loneliness in Perth going like, oh my God, how did I find them? I think it would have probably been Instagram that I've made, I maybe like hashtag Perth events or like hashtag Perth networking events or something Um, because I had heaps over there. So there was stuff happening all the time. And then I think I'd sort of go down the rabbit hole of being like, oh, I really like the look of this girl. And I would actually DM a few people and be like, hey, I'm new to Perth. You look great. What networking events do you recommend? Um, and sort of just jumping outside your comfort zone. I know so many people that wouldn't do that. So if you aren't like a go hard and strong networking slide into DMs with random strangers person, um, even just looking at those hashtags and then like maybe following it onto like a landing page I think back in the day when Eventbrite and like Humanitics was like, I mean, it's still quite big, but like when they were 
Eventbrite was like the only platform you could sell event tickets on. I'd sometimes just scroll on there as well and be like, oh, that one looks cool. Cool. That's got like heaps of wine. I'm going to go to that. <laughs> and then just go. And I think the the moment you go to one, it's sort of like a snowball effect. You meet like one person. They're usually in the same boat as you. They're like, I'm here alone. Can you be my friend? Then you connect on Instagram and then you're like, can I go to this next event with you? And then you go together and then it's sort of snowball effects from there. So I think you just got to bite the bullet, find one. I would say on Instagram is a great place to start. Um, or even just finding out where people are hanging out. Like you might find that you have like a word of mouth through a cafe. Like you might go to your local coffee shop and there's a sign going women's networking event. Don't be like, oh, that's not for me. Just go. Like you never know mm. what there will be. So there's different sort of platforms. But, yeah, I found mine was probably, I think, I'm trying to wrap my brain, but I think I was sliding into like a few people's DMs that I like really loved their content um, and was like, what networking events do you go to? And you just have to sort of, you have to sort of date friends. Like you've just got to like bite the bullet and be like, are you going to this or do you want to come with me? And then like, if you, you know, if you want to go with someone, um, but it takes courage to start the networking journey. Like I will, I'll give it to people that are really nervous, especially if you're not extrovert, extroverted, like you and I, I am so mm. grateful that I'm an extrovert because it makes my life a lot easier when it comes to networking. Um, if you are a bit of an introvert, maybe the virtual stuff's better for you. Like you don't have to go for the in-person stuff, even though the human connection cannot really be, it can't be mm. really, I don't know, it's it's hard on Zoom. Like I'd so much be, I'd so much rather be sitting down with a wine and cheese platter with you right now in person than connecting over Zoom, right? Like you get that like feel and touch and vibes. But if you're introverted and you don't want to get out of your tracksuit and, you know, you get a bit of anxiety about leaving the house or being overwhelmed with like 50 people at a time, getting on board a virtual networking event, like the virtual co-working days that we run or the social, like we do like a paint and sip online where you can sort of like jump off if you need to and go to bed or whatever mm. like you, you can so you've got to find what works for you but online on Instagram that's where I'd start and then sort love of it. connect with people that resonate with you yeah I love that and I think you know um I, yeah I've definitely done some some random messaging out to people yeah. but I know it's not for everyone but even just like a Google search or yeah. um Eventbrite like yeah they're, they're a bit dated now but they still have like so many you know, things going on. It's just, you, you do have to set that intention and, and make the commitment. I know it's like, and it's very overwhelming. Of course, I'm in my first networking event I ever went to, um, was like in Melbourne and I just like, I'm going to go after work. And then I connected with an amazing human being who is a very good friend of mine now. And she literally just watched out to me the other day with an update and we are such good friends. And, um, you know, she works in like, she has a nine to five, but where, you know, it's just so nice that we've met from there and just made a friend. There's always someone at a networking event that's like lonely like you or just like is new to it. Because I imagine, you know, when you, you you build up the community, there's people that have been in it from the beginning and there's people that have just joined. So it's like 
you know, nice to meet people that have just joined or are just um, getting started in their, you know, community in the community group. So I actually absolutely love that. And thank you so much for sharing your experiences, you know, what the, the cheer squad does and how people can get started with networking and just really push. This should be something that we are prioritizing, not just for business, but for our own, you know, personal growth or our own like loneliness, as you said, because, you know, and, and even like those virtual co-working spaces, uh, they're amazing. Like it's amazing how much you can get done when you just join a group of women, even if your camera is off, it, it's just, they are powerful. Like they are super powerful. So, you know, even if people start with that, like that's just a really good way to get a feel for it too. Right. But um, thank you for coming on and for joining. How can people find you, connect with you and learn more about the T-Squad? Cause I, I know um, lots of people that are like, yeah, okay. I need to, uh, I've had a kick in the butt. I need to start prioritizing networking. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And I can't wait to connect with you more. We will come together at one day and hug in person. We will, we <laughs> um, will. And for all the women that are listening, I can't wait to meet some of you, all of you, whether that's virtually or um, in person. It would be really special if slide into my DMs and say hi, um, which brings me to my handles so the handles for the cheers squad is the cheers squad so cheers has an s on the end um so sort of double meaning there of the cheers glass clinking and then cheers as a cheerleading um so don't forget Love the it. double s there with the cheers squad and then my other business alliade is a l l y a i d e on instagram um, so yeah, slide into whatever DMs folder you want to slide into, but that's where you can find me on the gram. Amazing. We'll have all your links below, but thank you so much, Ellie, for coming on and chatting and uh, sharing your knowledge and inspiring us to go out, go forth, conquer, meet some people and cure loneliness in entrepreneurship. Oh, I love that. I need that on like a, the back of a shirt, what you just said. <laughs> We're doing, I mean, only it, it takes an army. Or a squad, it's not just one person. So, and as you touched on before, like it's so much richer the networking experience when everyone is on board. It's not just one person doing it. So it's been a pleasure to speak mm. with you. Thank you so much for having me. As you can tell, Ellie is a breath of fresh air, an absolutely gorgeous human. And we connected online. And this is the thing, like, there is so much connection we can build online and there's so much opportunity for growth not just for business as we've mentioned but for ourselves and to really like have that outlet so if you're not part of a community group i highly recommend you find one that works for you and just finding that group of people for you is powerful and then of course you thinking about how if networking is a core strategy for your business how does your content complement that you know if you're having conversations at networking events how are you then replicating that conversation in in your content networking events also give you so many content ideas like i have clients that come back from networking events and like oh my god they had this like really interesting insight about this and this and this because i was talking about my business and people didn't understand this concept and da 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 there's just so, just such a win-win from networking and when you actually take the time to get out of your pajamas get out of your slippers get out of your dressing gown pry yourself away from the laptop there's just so much growth for you personally and professionally. So I couldn't recommend networking enough. And if maybe, you know, you can't find anything in your local area, there's so much online stuff and I'll pop Ali's 
details in the show notes so you can check her out. So be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at content queen Mariah, or to simply tell them about it. If you do rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, it does help me get this message out there, but it also allows my podcast to be seen by more people. More people means more amazing guests, more amazing content. So if you have time to leave a review, I would really appreciate it. Follow me on Instagram, connect with me on TikTok, and let me know if there is anything that you've been wondering. You know, you know a lot of these podcast episodes come from questions that you've asked me in the past. So come over to Instagram, ask me questions, and we can create more content on those and go into depth and really help you. Enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.